0: lap traffic nation welcome to episode 280 of the lap traffic podcast i'm your host the professor brandon crowd hope you all had a fantastic memorial day weekend uh 280 20 shows away from 300 gonna have to do something big whenever that rolls around you know uh you know you used to do a show a week sometimes two a week you know i'd have said 20 episodes i could have knocked that out in a couple months but uh you know, we, we take some breaks here, you know, with a three-month-old. So, uh, we'll see when that comes around. But uh, just know that it'll be big. It'll be epic. It'll be huge. Uh, all right. There's that. Uh, hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, it was so busy for us. Uh, the golf league got rained out last Thursday. Had some friends over Friday, smoked some ribs. Saturday helped a friend move. Sunday did some running around before the 500 and 600. Chilled outside. Uh, Monday I hung out with the neighbors, smoked some chops and chicken. Um, just, uh, you know, great weather uh, in all in, in memory to serve those, uh, to salute those uh, that served that are no longer with us there. So, uh Man, if you know someone that lost their life and all that, uh, trying to defend and serve this great country, uh, thank you very much. So there there you have it. Um, all right. Let's see. What's going on tonight? Well, here's what I can tell you. Um, when I've taken a week off, I try to deliver. Uh, last time when I took a week off, I came back and followed it up with college Racing. Uh, and tonight is no different and it's going to be a unique one and a fun one tonight uh because coming up in just a minute nascar chasm yes the nascar chasm uh is going to be back and uh we're going to talk have some fun uh and a little later in the show uh right before the fantasy or fantasy right before the um social media segments i'm gonna have atlanta racing and throwback brand on at the same time if you've been paying attention or if you're new to the show uh you may have followed because of some giveaways uh that atlanta racing is doing uh that i have uh sent some merch to as well as the throwback brand which i love the the merch that they have and was like hey you know what you guys Help me get to six thousand followers. Let's get you on the show. Uh, let's let's hear your stories and and have some fun and. Uh I'll be honest, I recorded that last week, and I will tell you that you will enjoy it. Uh, they've got great content to uh, deliver for us here uh, a little bit later in the show, uh, as well as great merch and great giveaways. And I'm going to have a giveaway uh, that, if you're listening to this, is it's up, so go check it out as well. So giving away stuff. Lots of stuff. So uh, that's the, that's who's going to be on. Uh, some brief recaps from Charlotte because everyone else is going to be talking about it as well with me here. Uh, some social media shout-outs, some new followers shout-outs. Newdorf, uh, who is a uh Indy Native and is a NASCAR fan because of Indy. Uh we're going to have a little extended uh weather segment cuz he's going to talk about the Indy 500 because he was there as well as Chasm was there as well. Uh Lucky Dog Lap Down Picks and Fantasy. So lots to do. It's going to be a fun one tonight. Uh got some stuff in the mix for next week already as well. So uh i'm pretty pumped so let's get uh the show underway and let's get kaz on the line all right lap traffic nation joining me on the line making his eighth appearance on the show he's known for his incredible content on twitter and at nascar.com such as fake text to drivers the very famous peeps 400 along with other great content he's been a huge supporter of the show welcome back to the lap traffic podcast nascar chasm kaz what's up brother how are you man
1: I am fantastic. Hey, uh, what do I get? Uh, once I'm up to my 10th appearance, is there any like sort of free merch free handout that I get?
0: There is a, uh, there's a really cool uh, certificate and all that that goes out. So, you know, the sooner you want to get that, we we can just book you back to back weeks if we need to,
1: you know, I will clear some walls. I will clear some wall space for that. You you know, you know what I'll do. I'll actually, uh, I will take down my journalism degree and replace it with that since, (laughs) That is, that is actually more valuable.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate that, man. That's awesome. I yep. love it. Oh, so what's new? It's been a minute, man.
1: Uh, not much. You know, we're uh, coming off a, my gosh, what an insane Sunday that was of uh, the greatest day in motorsports. Yes. Uh, you know, the, the weirdness at the start of Monaco, uh, Scott Dixon not understanding Indianapolis speed limits. And my Lord, where did that Coca-Cola 600 come from? Uh, Uh, I might, I, I have a theory. I have a theory, Brandon. Okay. It's that the Charlotte oval was watching how insane the roval was acting and how crazy it was behaving and decided, you know what? Identity theft. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to unleash the most insane, bizarre wreck filled, uh, just crazy Coca-Cola 600, I possibly can. And my gosh, did it. You I know, it went, it. yeah. It went from it went from Hank White to Heisenberg, I'm sorry, Walter White to Heisenberg pretty quickly.
0: I love it, man. Uh, the, yeah. uh, the Charlotte Oval had a hold my beer moment to the Charlotte Roval.
1: Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And <laughs> now what's going to happen is if you think about it, the Roval and the Oval are basically roommates and they now have to out crazy each other. And I am so looking forward to that. You know, the Roval saw what happened. It's like, well, I got to top that. And so Lord knows what will happen at the Roval, man. We get to uh, basically watch them bicker and try to one up each other. And I am so here for that, Brandon. (laughs) It'd
0: be like a divorced, uh, you know, an old couple that's, you know, arguing over divorce for 10 years and seeing what they come up with.
1: But they still have to live together. Yep, yeah. Yep. <laughs>
0: oh, man. What a great way to put it. I love it. That's that's going to make the highlight audio tweet there is something from the last minute there in the show for sure. So, um, yes. Fantastic. I love it. Um, all right. Well, before we get into the races, uh, you know, as as far as new things. Um, you know, the listeners know I've got a new kid, uh, but you've got a new microwave. So, you know, we, we didn't have the 400. <laughs> yes. So, uh, are we going to see it again? So, here's what happened.
1: Uh, okay. Now, typically the Peace 400, what it was, was a thrilling, enthralling uh, worldwide event meant to fill in the sunday of easter because typically there was no race Well, as you know there was a race we had bristol dirt on that day yeah now not me not wanting to steal all the thunder from the bristol dirt race i decided you know what i'm a good employee i'm polite i'm considerate i am going to hold my event i'm not going to run it to compete side by side with the bristol dirt race (laughs) and so i called it off and tell you what i was not prepared for the uprising on social media uh, angry tweets, angry calls, uh, just a disappointed world. And so I promised at some point we are going to have it at a postponed date. Uh, that date has to be yet to be determined, okay. uh, but I promise it will happen in this calendar year.
0: I love
1: it. Um, like I said, uh, it's, you know, it will happen. It absolutely will happen. Beautiful.
0: Beautiful. I know the lap traffic faithful are excited for that down the road for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, like the way I see it, if that, that Eric Church guy can basically cancel a concert to attend the Final Four, I can I can cancel the P400 and run
0: it at a later date. And you know what?
1: deal
2: with it beautiful
0: beautiful um all right man so indy uh you were there uh you're from indy uh it's it's a it's part of tradition for you um you know did you go as a fan did you go media slash fan you know talk uh talk us through your day out at the race
1: oh uh, very much a fan I was uh, pretty much dead set on concentrating on our uh, our good friend Jimmy Johnson. Well, he he's he's not a you know I, I say that facetiously. He, uh, <laughs> he 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 doesn't care about me, but I was really really curious and to see how he would perform in the Indy Five Hundred because you know as you know you you don't just hop into an Indy car and uh, you know and rip a two hundred thirty three mile an hour laps in qualifying as a rookie it takes practice it takes you know learning and so on and i was really curious how we would do it and uh you know it i was so bummed out when he was you know he was like that close to finishing the race which mm-hmm. in and of itself is a really big accomplishment and he had run himself a pretty good race up until that point you know uh for uh, what we expected and uh, man well when he uh hit that wall and brought out that uh, that final caution it was just oh man but uh you know, I, I respect the hell out of Jimmy. I always have, you know, you have to for a seven time champion. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, you know, he didn't, he didn't undertake the, you know, he didn't do this because he thought it would be easy. I don't think Jimmy Johnson does anything because he thinks it would be easy. The guy does marathons, triathlons, this, that, and the other, you know, he does difficult things. And so, you know, that's why it uh, it was such an admirable thing for him to give this a go. And, uh, uh, in qualifying, you know he made he made the fast twelve. That's really impressive for a rookie. And Absolutely. so uh, yeah, so you know all things considered, uh, really proud. And what we're gonna start doing, uh, Brandon, is uh, starting now uh, until next May. We are going to casually drop into conversation subliminally on Twitter. Uh, boy, just think about how crazy it's gonna be when he runs the double next year. Oh. and now, now here's the thing. we're not we're not suggesting it. We're not saying, hey, Jimmy Johnson. You should think about running to double this year. We are merely talking as if it's actually happening, and you know it's it's much easier to kind of subliminally weasel that into his brain that way. I love that. And uh, yeah, let's just plant that seed now.
0: I I think we can do that. Um, are you uh, are, are you going to make the trip up to uh, Detroit for this uh, this weekend's Grand Prix at Detroit or no? Uh,
1: no, actually, um, I've actually got to go to California. My uh, nephew's graduating from high school. Awesome! And I'm not missing that. I'm not missing that. Uh, if not, I, I would definitely be actually heading to St. Louis for the uh, r- race at uh, WWT Raceway there in St. Louis. Uh, as I said, it's a track so difficult and challenging that no driver has ever won a cup series race there.
0: It's crazy. I mean, it's, yeah, I know that's hard. At some point someone's going to do it, but
1: uh, yeah, know. well, I mean, but who knows when <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> who knows
0: when <laughs> that's great. I love it. Um, Let's see here. What else do we got? Um, the, uh, the finish to the 500 was, was, you know, Jimmy, obviously uh, bringing out that caution there uh, you know, Still ended under caution, but gave the fans the uh, the show. Uh, I don't think the finish would have changed had they uh, mm-hmm. been able to race back. I think it was pretty yeah. much in hand after the first crazy restart, or the first lap of that restart there.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I believe so. And, you know, I, I will never understand the stress or – uh, quick decision-making you have to make in race control. So I will never uh, criticize race control, no matter what, no matter what the series. But, you know, if you think about it, when they called that red flag, you know, I, I guess if you were to weigh it out, you would have probably, eh, I don't know how many uh, different uh, uh, necessarily, how many employees the Marcus Erickson team itself had. But let's say it's 20 there, uh, driver and team, you have 20. Twenty people who are really, really mad. There's a red flag, yep. and then like three hundred twenty-five thousand who are probably like, yes. So I, I guess you weigh it out. You know the the uh, uh, the, the happiness versus the uh, uh, disappointment in that red flag. But Absolutely. you know it it all worked out. It worked out the way it was supposed to. You know he was still able to handle uh, Pato award off despite you know Pato making that gutsy last ditch effort.
3: Oh
0: man!
1: And oh, uh, man. yeah. You know, it was, uh, it was very, very exciting. And, um, yeah, so, you know, and another thing that we were actually talking about is what was kind of strange, you know, if, if you want to talk about how uh, bad juju or bad luck travels from one series to another, you know, we've, we all know that Denny Hamlin has had difficulties on pit road, always has, with speeding. Somehow, some way, that bad luck traveled in the wind in the current over to Indianapolis and who landed plop right on Scott Dixon. Yeah, that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. And, you know, and we could see it when he was coming in for that pit stop, he comes in and you could see him, you know, kind of sort of wiggling the wheel a little bit came in hot, trying to scrub off speed. And we were like, Oh no. Yep. Oh gosh. Yep. Oh man. And, and sure enough. Yeah.
0: Oh man. I, I, I what I, one of those kind of events like that, the Indy 500, you don't want to have end like that in terms of you know, yeah, under, exactly. You know, you, you want to give those fans something to see. Uh, you know, the Scott Dixon fans, they you know, someone may have had a, a small wager on Scott Dixon to finish inside the top five, and uh, sure was was looking pretty good there for a minute, and you know, just you know, didn't yeah, us, but
1: uh, <laughs> but I mean, given given. Given Scott Dixon, you know, it probably wouldn't have paid out all that great.
0: But no, yeah, he's, he's he's he's
1: the Ice Man, it's, you know, and true. you know, and every now and then it's good to see that uh, you know guys like this, like a Jimmy or a Scott Dixon, they're actually human. It's it's strange yes. to see when that happens, yeah. but it does happen from time to time. Yeah. So uh, you know, and you know, uh, it's 8,500, A lot of eyes are on that race, but you know, it certainly it certainly doesn't, you know, necessarily tarnish scott's legacy all that much the guy's uh again superhuman they call him the iceman for a reason absolutely
0: uh, yeah. all right let's uh well real quick so um what's it like getting out of indie? you know 300 plus thousand people like do you just hang out like what, what's the clear out time for for that race?
1: oh no I, I was home in five minutes i'm lying Okay. I'm absolutely <laughs> lying. No, it's t- tell you what it, it it takes a while to leave the parking lot. And then I would say, boy, we probably went about 15 miles, the opposite direction from our house and in this roundabout way to get home because of the way that they filter traffic. Okay. I don't seem, I don't pretend to know, uh, like what the uh, traffic, uh, Uh, egress plan is for indianapolis police department but all i know is i think we actually might have been to columbus ohio before we were able to actually cut left and go back home
0: wow that's crazy yeah that's nuts yep that's intense um all right the 600 um we got some tire issues we've got uh, a lot of issues for some of the guys up at the top uh that didn't uh favor too well uh, Denny Hamlin picks up the win. We had flips. We had carnage. We had everything at at the Coke Six Hundred. Like,
1: yeah, exactly. I and you know, I looked at the Gluck poll, rightfully so. This one was a huge favorite of people, and I mean, you know, I, I was just stunned, amazed. Like, you know, like I said on Twitter like one third of the field in the race, by the end, I was sitting on my couch at home, glued to the TV, you know, just like, just like Austin Sindrick and uh, unfortunately Corey LaJoy and all these other people, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, who had, uh, who who had had wrecked out early and and probably gotten home and were in their PJs by the time that, uh, you know, this race concluded uh, all all 619.5 miles. But I cannot remember, you know, uh, a 600 that fantastic. I, and you know, again, I'm not an engineer. I don't know why these new cars are so hard to, uh, you know, uh, get under control at the uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway oval. But thank God they're not, because that was fantastic. I love. Now I say that as somebody who doesn't own one of these cars. Fair, fair. But uh, you know, it's All stock. <laughs> but, yes, you know. But I mean, but if if you think about it, you know, it was a lot of firsts there. We could have theoretically had the first ever instance where a wrecked car is delivered, you know, cause we're in Charlotte. Okay. We're in Charlotte motor speedway. We could have had the first instance where a wrecked car is delivered to Dale Earnhardt jr's car graveyard before the race it wrecked out of was even over.
0: Yeah. That's think nice. about that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: You know, call Guinness man.
0: That would have, uh, I think, I think junior needs to maybe make that happen next year. Uh, yeah. You know, like yeah. Let's, let's have that plan. Let's see if we can have a wrecker lined up, ready to go first one on there yeah. let's see how quickly we can get it to the graveyard yes exactly
1: if it can be delivered before the race ends my gosh i'm all for that yeah. you know we we'll, we we'll, uh, we'll plan that for next year's 600
0: that could be the side by side like you know kind of like yeah. uh you know here's here's yeah, your like, live race feed and and here's the here's Oh the yeah trackers. exactly
1: yeah <laughs> uh, like 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 a like a helicopter going down the interstate yeah. following You know, and granted, we would stop at a certain point because you don't want to tell, like, you know, the millions and millions of people watching exactly where Dale Jr. lives. uh, We'll leave that part out. But uh, I think that would be fantastic. It would be like a, be like kind of, you know, a good, uh good little stunt we could pull. I'll work on that with all of my clout, Excellent. Brandon. Yeah. I will make yes. that happen.
0: Please do, please do. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll, and we'll sponsor it. I'll, I'll sponsor it. The Latin, <laughs> there we go. Uh, you know, live feed cam. Uh, you exactly, yes. Yeah. You, you're going to be lap traffic if your car's on the way to the graveyard so
1: yes exactly now we will have to have a, we will have to have a police escort I know what traffic is like out there you know we, we, we can't have any delays or no. anything like that uh-uh. if no, there I'm is per, perhaps we chopper it I love perhaps it. we chopper the carcass of the car and just drop it from the air that you know this has, oh, this has oh this has <laughs> this this has viral all over it I love this idea and I'm Glad we thought of it.
0: Yes, I love it. That's great, man. Uh, All right, let's uh, tire issues. Is it an issue or is it not an issue?
1: Um, Again, uh, I I know what I'm smart enough to uh, like diagnose and what I'm not, and that's certainly not one of them. Uh, All I know is that whatever is happening, I I enjoy this added variable. And uh, you know, if uh, the case is that they're not exactly. Uh, you know, by putting to the correct pressure or doing something in the setup that is causing this issue. Man, I love it. I, I love that at Kansas because it was this huge, you know, variable that added to the race. You know, take when Kurt Busch finally got by Kyle Larson, right? Seven to go. You know, typically that would be like, OK, set sail. He's done. Yeah. You know, we had seven laps to go uh, and seven laps of potential tire issues that, you know, a could have, you know, cause another caution and another restart, I, you know, again, it's this variable that they have to manage. And, you know, if it adds to the, uh, the race and the thrill, I'm absolutely all for it.
0: I am, I am with you there. 100%. Yeah. You know, uh, I like it when, like you, you know, I like the variable aspect when it's an individual incident that brings out maybe another yellow, uh, you know, yeah. I, 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 I'm not a fan of it. Just like, I'm not a big fan of the, the, the Rex at Talladega and Daytona to where, you know, that casualty then becomes someone else's innocent bystander kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, I I'm with you. Uh, I think Uh, it added, it's, it's added multiple races this year.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. You know, I'm, 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 but again, I'm not smart enough to figure that out, but they are. Me either.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me either. What, uh, what else is going on over the summer, man? What, what races is, uh, are you going to get to?
1: Uh, we are currently working on that right now. Uh, I'm going to go to the second Atlanta race. I was really, really enthralled with what I saw, uh, with the first one. And, uh, we are in the process of getting Bristol playoffs set up. Okay. Um, because I, you know, I want to be down there, you know, well, I was say, I want to be down there filming fights, despite what the drivers, you know, right. did, no matter what driver tells me not to film, I'm going to be like, you know, <laughs> first, first amendment, man, first amendment, I'm going to go, you know, and I, and I'm going to be wearing my Jordan Bianchi, you know, forever shirts, you know, which is like solidarity, my friend and uh, (laughs) doing that. And yeah, I don't know. We're, uh, we're, we're kind of in the process of figuring that out. I would like to get to Watkins Glen for that project 91 deal with Kimi Raikkonen because I'm a, a proud member of what I like to call the Raikkonen entourage. That's the group of devoted Kimi Raikkonen fans who uh, love him for all he is and doesn't say. And uh, we're I, I just want to see how that's all going to work.
0: That'd be very cool. Uh, I mean that that's going to be history uh, in the making. Um, you know, I, I again, great for the sport. Any any cross promotional type stuff. I, I mean, it's, it's oh yeah, it's, it's it's all good. I mean, there's yeah, no and, negative.
1: I, and I feel sort of bad because when they announced the thing, uh, the this whole Project 91 deal. I just started saying Raikkonen, Raikkonen, Raikkonen. Uh, I had no knowledge who it was. I had no information whatsoever. I was just saying it because, again, uh, you know, I love Raikkonen. I love the drinking bottle. I love the uh, leave me alone, I know what I'm doing <laughs> uh, aspect of him and uh, and all that. And then, lo and behold, I wake up and they're like, you know, yeah, it's give me and I'm like... You know, I know I had no part in this happening, but it's social media, and I'm me, so I'm going to act like I did. I and it. so I'm like, hey, hey, who, uh, who else would you like me to summon? You know, <laughs> let me know. I'll do it. Hey, hey, Patrick Carpentier, I summon thee, buddy. Right. You know, yes. we'll, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see, we'll see, and uh, who knows? Maybe, uh, I like James Hinchcliffe in that ride. He's Canadian, which, um, you know, technically international. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot, a lot, lot of potential here. It's just. It's just really cool how Justin Marks is totally changing the ownership game.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's great to see. Uh, and that's, you know, not to say that, you know, HMS and, and the, the, the old school guys, like, you know, obviously mm-hmm. are, are, are fantastic still and, and love it. But, uh, to get yeah. some fresh blood, you know, track house, uh, you've got, um, um, uh, Collar racing, doing their thing. And it's just uh-huh. great to see in the sport, which is fantastic. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's really exciting, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, listen, man, um, where can everybody follow you and check out all the good stuff and all that good content?
1: That uh, out there? As, uh, as usual, uh, you can follow me on the old Twitter machine at uh, NASCAR I am on uh, the Instagram, uh, it's at nasharcasm underscore because I signed up for the uh, handle without the underscore earlier, and then I forgot the password, and I can't uh. figure it out. <laughs> so, uh, hence the underscore. Uh, I'm, I'm also on TikTok too, but I suck at it, so don't find me there. I'm. It's there is there is no social media um, platform where I feel more like the. You know, 60 year old dad and dad jeans and his cell phone clipped to his belt, like with, walking into coach
0: with new yeah, tennis in- shoes.
1: Yeah. Walking into Coachella. That's yeah. what I feel like every time I load TikTok. Yep. But uh, We're there, too.
0: I love it. Yeah. I can't get a handle on it. I've got an account. I've tried to do it. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I, I can't get a, I, I can't get a grasp on it. So we're, it's just, yeah, we it's can- just there.
1: Oh man, we're old, Brandon. We are
0: old. We, we, we i yeah. I mean, we're let's, let's go,
1: let's go shopping for reverse mortgages together. How about?
0: <laughs> Sounds great. I love it. All that. right, awesome. Well, Kaz, man, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. Appreciate you. Uh, we'll we'll uh, get you back on here before the season ends, and appreciate the support, man.
1: Thank you. Like I said, I want that ten time certificate, and, man.
0: Yes, we're gonna make that happen. We will make it happen. Cool, brother. All right, we'll catch you soon.
2: All
1: right. Thank you, Brandon.
0: We'll see you. All right. Great to catch up with Kaz there, as always. Uh, Always. Always entertaining, and what a great idea. Let, let's, let's get the lap traffic dash helicopter cam uh, next year for the 600 and see if we can't get a car to the graveyard before the finish of the race. I think that would be fantastic. Uh, all right, let's do some brief talk because uh, we're already almost a half hour in and got lots still to do. Uh, trucks, Charlotte, pretty solid race. Love that Chastain. Uh, picked up the win. I feel like Chastain missed out on a couple truck wins. Uh, so the fact that he's able to go out there after having the incredible cup here that he's having uh, and to go get an extra truck win, I, th- I think that's awesome. Uh, kudos, Grant Enfinger, second place. You know, he's a big uh, supporter of the show. So that's great. I'm going to. I'm going to do a very short truck segment here, and I'm just going to leave it with this. Just to put things into perspective here um, on the importance of the uh, rest of the regular season, there's only six more truck races in the regular season. It's barely June. It's barely—it's May thirty-first, and there's only six races to go in the truck regular season. Um, and there's quite a few guys outside looking in. Uh, you know, Derek Kraus, Matt Benedetto, uh, Matt Crafton is—you know—hanging on by a thread. Uh, and if any one of these guys could go out there, that's outside the top ten, and get a win, uh, that's really going to shake some things up there. So. That's how I'm going to wrap that there. Xfinity Series. Xfinity Series race was what I expected uh, with the cup race and was gladly disappointed, as Kaz and I talked about a little bit ago. You know, uh, Josh Berry went out there and put on a clinic, you know, kind of like we, we saw Martin Truex Jr. do a few years ago. You know, he went out there, dominated this thing, uh, stage one, finished second, stage two, uh, and, and picked up the win there. So that's where we're at there. Uh, I think we've talked about the cup race at, uh, at length there, and I'm not done talking about it because I'm also going to talk about it with Neudorf. Uh, So in the essence of time, I will just say this, too, from a playoff perspective here. Granted, I know we've got a lot more than just six cup races to go like I talked about in the truck series uh but we have three drivers with wins outside the top 16 uh so if you keep that in perspective Eric Jones ain't making the playoffs Austin Dillon isn't making the playoffs uh and Eric Almirola isn't making the playoffs and based on where things are with the points you know If Tyler Riddick, Kevin Harvick don't pick up wins and some of these other guys are able to go maybe sneak one or two more wins that aren't inside the top 10, uh, you know, we got Nashville coming up. Uh, We've got another, we got a trip to Daytona coming up. You know, there are some ways that some spoilers could happen here uh, and could really throw uh, some wedges into what our cup playoffs are going to look like. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that now. One of the things that I did tweet out with the lucky dog and lap down thing was, was, is there, is there a tire issue? You know, is this something that needs to be addressed? Is it something that, you know, should be forced upon? Uh, And I wanted to get your guys' takes. So let's see what you guys had to say. Scott at 1985 Wagner. uh, Let's see here. Drivers and crews need to watch the limits of the tires or give teams two choices of tire compounds to choose from. Could you imagine that? That would be remarkable. And let alone two compounds. What if we, what if we, it'll never happen. But what if we had two different manufacturers of tires to choose from? That, man. Mm, mm. Sorry. Ah, Braxton at Braxton Chris. The tire quote unquote problem is brought about by the teams. The tires don't fail when Goodyear recommendations are followed. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Oh, What an analogy. And I am notorious at a carnival, Cedar Point, whatever. I am a sucker for midway games. I tell you what. Uh, Colin at Colin underscore with underscore cars. As far as the tire issue goes, I'm wondering if the sidewalls either don't have enough flex because they're so small or if it's a compound issue or an underinflation issue. I would say maybe it's A or C because of the camera angle showing the ripples in the tires. Look at you going in depth. I love it. Uh, Jason at JA Stone 29. Tire issue equals one of two solutions either let teams get their own equipment like in the past or go back to five lugs. Ooh. Look at that. Uh, Mick at GoDucks5 underscore Mick. I don't think there's a tire problem. Teams will push the limits for speed. Sometimes it comes with a cost. Love it. And Rowdy at the Rowdy Dragon. Wheel slash tire issue. I think most would agree two nuts is better than one. Oh, I love the humor there. And Rowdy, I, I know you posted a new website account uh with with uh some fantasy content and all that stuff that's awesome uh go follow at the rowdy dragon and and go check that out if you aren't already uh so here's my take initially i thought we did have a tire problem uh and just to kind of expound upon what i had talked about with kaz is i i like the fact that there's the potential like this is another uh, way that teams can maybe find speed can lose speed and find themselves behind the wall, uh, with a hundred laps to go in a race. And that creates new opportunity for someone else to go out there and maybe pick up a win. Um, and I get you can't control all variables in terms of, well, I like it when it's maybe a single car incident. And that's because they, uh, as a team, were trying to push something and it didn't work out. I don't like it when an innocent bystander is is taken out in the crosshairs of said incident on the track. So, uh, but that said, you know, I'm all about letting the team sort it out, you know, let them do what they want to do. Um, you know, I, I, was, I was, I would not, I did not have that opinion earlier on in the year. I didn't have it when we were at Atlanta. Uh, but, but I have it now and I, I think that I, I kind of like it. Uh, I like the, what we're getting with the car. I mean, who, who would have thought that's what we were going to get it at, at Charlotte at a cup race. Um, I, I think it's absolutely, absolutely fantastic. So, uh, all right. I will leave it with that. Lots more to do. Uh it's almost time for the social media segment. So uh let's get uh Cameron from at Atlanta underscore racing and Jennifer from at throwbackbrand.com. Uh, all right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me on the line, making their first appearances on the show have been a part of some great giveaways that have helped. The podcast got over 6,000 followers a couple weeks ago and growing. They've got great content of their own, great products of their own. Welcome to the show from at Atlanta underscore racing, Cameron. And joining from the throwbackbrand.com, it's Jennifer. Guys, what's going on? How are you?
4: Doing great. How about you, Brandon?
0: Oh, man. Awesome. Happy to be here uh, heading into Memorial Day weekend, which is great. Uh, Jennifer, how are you?
3: Great. Just gearing up for summer. Yes, I know. To
0: <laughs>
4: <us>. It's great
0: time of year for us. feels like it's finally here. Like, my wife's got the heat on today. Like, you know, it's like 64 uh, drizzly rainy here in Metro Detroit. Like, we just can't put it together up here. But uh, as uh, our friend Brian Newdorf at NASCAR underscore WXMAN always tells me, I chose to live here. So, <laughs> 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 and and he's he's not wrong because i could have left but here i still am so um memorial day uh we got the coke 600 the indy 500 we got monaco uh huge weekend of racing coming up this weekend uh it's kind of you know darlington's really kind of like the throwback weekend but i kind of feel like the coke 600 is like if there was a you know a mini version of a throwback it's kind of like that just because of the tradition behind the 600 um, you know, what, what What do you guys got going on for Memorial day weekend uh, you know, barbecues, all that good stuff. What do you guys got going on?
4: Yeah, I'm actually going uh, up, up to Lake Lanier here in Georgia to a friend's engagement party. So looking forward to that, going to the lake house, getting on the boat. Uh, yeah. Doing some barbecue. And how about you, Jennifer?
3: So we are actually setting up at the Summer Nights Cruise in Somerset, Kentucky. Um, it's one of our favorite events. We do it, It's I think, it's every fourth Friday in the summertime from like April to October. So we get to go down there and just kind of get out and meet people, give them a chance to see our products up close and personal um, and, and also hear from them what they like and what they want to see more of. So it's something that, you know, it's kind of a family thing and it's close by but it's something big enough that brings in a lot of folks so we really enjoy going there
0: that's awesome that's awesome uh i'm gonna have the smoker cranked up and we're gonna be throwing some meat on there that's for sure i don't know i haven't figured it out yet but there's there's meat going on the smoker that's that's what (laughs) i know (laughs) uh all right so Cameron, uh, talk a little bit about your content. Uh, E-Racing Broadcaster, uh, you got massive giveaways that are going on. Uh, talk about the history behind, you know, the account, the handle itself, a- and the inspiration behind it.
4: Yeah, so uh, my my Twitter account originally was back when I was a producer and DJing music all the time here in Atlanta. Uh, and then, you know, I kind of just had it. I wasn't really doing anything with it. Uh, And then on Xbox, I started, you know, just coming out with friends and and doing, you know, broadcasting for fun. And then one day somebody was like, hey, could you do it for my league? And I was like, sure. So it kind of progressed from there. And then, you know, COVID hit. And I was like, hey, this is a perfect time to get iRacing and, you know, build a computer and kind of get into it a little bit more. So that's exactly what I did. Um, Kind of just started building myself and building the computer up and the leagues I worked with. And, um, yeah, it's been great so far and, uh, Atlanta racing, you know, I have about six or seven names I had picked out and I asked my fiance and she said she liked Atlanta racing the best. So that's the one I went with. And I I feel like it has, you know, a lot to it because I'm from Atlanta and, uh, and now people call me Atlanta. So it's kind of weird because I, 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 you know, I work in Atlanta. So now I'll hear Atlanta and I'm like, that's not me. Uh, But when I hear it, you know, past 8 PM, pretty much, I know it's me. Um, But you know, with the giveaways, you earn money through Twitch. I earn money through broadcasting and luckily, you know, I don't really have to use it for much. So I was, you know, what, what can I do with it? I'm going to give it back to everybody. So I started doing these giveaways and the first couple I did, you know, they just gained more and more traction and uh and then, you know, Throwback Brand working alongside 312 Motorsports, knew them and was like, "Hey, you know, you you want to work together and kind of grow each other's profiles and that's exactly what we did." So it's been really nice to do these giveaways. Um I feel like a lot of people appreciate it and they can kind of get some gear maybe they would never get their hands on or hard to get their hands on and, you know, Throwback Brand has some fantastic gear as well as lap traffic podcast um but i can tell you right now those hats and those koozies that's what people love, I love it. <laughs> I, I, every time
0: that's great um you know y- you mentioned uh before we started recording that uh you you like my voice and as you mentioned dj I'm like man like something tells me you could you know you you could throw out a call letter or two out there and uh you you've got that voice too man absolutely
3: <laughs> well, i know i'm so i jealous.
0: appreciate it <laughs> i so appreciate it, it.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, jennifer talk talk a little bit about uh but you guys the the throwbackbrand.com the the history uh and and the products that you guys got out there
3: yeah, so our fa- our entire family is just kind of into old school stuff. Um, my husband and I, even our kids, they're just, we're all into kind of retro vibes. So um, it, also during pandemic, I guess that changed a lot of people's lives because, um, you know, we're sitting around, my husband's always been looking for some really cool retro hats that he, you know, used to have growing up or his, his dad or his granddad. And there just wasn't really a market out there, so he decided, "Hey, let's start a business in the middle of this pandemic." And I said, "Okay." Um, so we launched in 2020 in September, and it's just really taken off, surprised us to no end because people just really like the products. And you, you don't—I tell people all the time—you you don't sell hats; you're selling nostalgia. You're t- you're selling that feeling that they got when they were with their granddad at the races, or a hat that their dad used to wear so I think that's kind of what we really like about it
0: I mean you've got the definite vibe of the old school uh trucker mesh hat patch logo um you know where does the 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 art uh come from do you guys have a designer like because you've got some great designs where where's where's that coming from
3: Yeah, so it just totally depends. Um, Sometimes we work with different organizations that want their own artwork done. Um, Sometimes we work with um, companies that have gone out of business and we reach out to them and say, hey, you know what, you guys, like there's a local bar that was really kind of famous and everybody wanted their products, but they went out of business, but everybody still wanted it. So uh, we have a lot of folks that reach out to us about their own things that they want to do. And we also work with a lot of the um, like, Jeremy Mayfield, the Green Brothers, Buzzy Rudiman. Um, we've worked with a lot of them to just make their their own patches that we can sell and that they can sell as well. So it just totally depends on the product and the business and who's, who's wanting to do what. But we do have a graphic designer that we work with um, who's pretty phenomenal and can whip out some things for us. So I think that's one of the things that sets us apart.
0: I mean, maybe – I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. You know, the Lap Traffic Podcast has a store on the website – um and and it's there doesn't get a lot of traction because i think probably because i give so much shit away for free to be honest with you but uh <laughs> i don't know maybe maybe the throwback brand needs to uh you know just take over the lap traffic podcast store and uh you know do something.
3: i mean we definitely for- need we definitely need to make a lap traffic hat for sure I think um that'd yeah. be amazing.
0: <laughs> absolutely amazing so we'll uh we'll we'll talk um offline here and, and see what we can't put together. I think that'd be fantastic. Um, you know, custom orders, like someone just wants a, uh, you know, uh, an image they've got their you know, maybe they're an iRacer uh, that that runs uh, with, with one of Cameron's leagues, you know, and they just want to get their design. You know, do you do single order type stuff or do you try to stick to either bulk stuff or images and stuff like that that you guys already have on your website?
3: We do a little bit of both. So we do custom orders of all types from, you know, race teams to small businesses, um, pretty much all over the country as well. So we've done things in Alaska and Maine and Texas and pretty much everywhere. So um, we really think that, you know, that graphic design, having that local family run business, but also being able to have the resources uh, has really set us apart. Um, I think that Probably the biggest thing that people you know, really like is just that personal touch. So sure. they can reach out on our website and we can work with them to build their own design or something that they've already had. Some of the folks, like we did a dentist office one time, uh, their folks had the logo they knew exactly what they wanted and we just made the patch okay. for them and that's okay too. Sure. And we work with some people who are like, hey, you know what, I have really... I used to have this hat and they kind of help us design it in their mind. And that's how we work with them. So it's, it just depends.
0: My wife rehabs furniture as a little side gig. And there are, like you just said, there are some people that are like, this is what I want redone to this piece of furniture. And she does it. And there are others where they're like, Hey, I've seen the work you've done. I just want this color and go run with it. And those are the pieces that end up coming out the best there. So uh, I totally get that. One thing I love is your company's design and logo throwback brand itself has its own cool, unique, you know, design and look to it to where I'll just wear something that says throwback brand and that can kind of spark its own conversation piece and all that, which is, which is awesome. Um Cameron talk a little bit about your e-racing background uh you know how you got into the broadcasting uh the different you know leagues or or you know where where you're at on that side of things
4: yeah so I uh I started playing NASCAR games a long time ago even though I'm not that old I started playing uh, NASCAR 98 sitting on my dad's lap and steering and he was doing the pedal so ever since I was little all I heard about was Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt. and I I remember being at my friend's house the day, you know, unfortunately that Dale passed and they were such huge Dale fans and it it was hard for me then to understand, but now I get it. You know, it it was just such a impactful moment, not only to NASCAR, but the whole automotive world, the whole sports world. Um, so, you know, I kind of took a break, I would say for about ten. 12 years, didn't really watch NASCAR too much. You know, my dad was watching it. I'd watch it with them. Sure. Um, but then I really started kind of getting back into it. I don't know what it was got into formula one as well and got back into NASCAR. Um, and then NASCAR heat is really where, you know, I started doing all the league racing and making all those friends and got into the broadcasting on that side. Um, but I've, I've just been such a huge NASCAR fan. I feel like for at least five four or five years now. Um, But it's really been my whole life that I've done stuff with NASCAR. Even I remember in Cub Scouts, we had to make stuff out of cutting uh, magazines. And I cut out a picture of Jeff Gordon from my friend's magazine. And his mom got mad because she said, well, maybe he wanted to use Jeff Gordon. Everybody (laughs) wants to use Jeff Gordon. Okay. Um, But I got him first. So uh, I put him on my thing. But, you know, thinking back in my life, like I remember just going to races and stuff and it just, it's crazy to see where I've gotten now um, just broadcasting. And I'm not feel like in the NASCAR world, but I'm at least in the e racing world. Sure. Uh, and, you know, I've had my Atlanta Racing logo on uh, Chris Hacker's truck for a couple of races in the truck series. Awesome. Um, done a couple of things with just great organizations and charities. And I've been really fortunate to meet some really great people along the way. So, um, you know, 2022 has so far been a huge year for me. And, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, next year is even bigger. That's so we'll great. see where it goes.
0: Have you done anything with Landon Castle and Parker Kligerman's E-Racer series?
4: No, I haven't. Um, usually when it comes to that kind of stuff, I'll usually go on Twitter and see if they have their DMs open. If they do, I'll just say something along the lines of, hey, my name is Atlanta Racing. I'm an esports broadcaster. If you ever need somebody, just let me know. Uh, so I know for Ryan Vargas, I, I've done that before. And he was like, okay, yeah, I'll let you know. But I haven't. Okay. Yeah. you know i haven't heard anything uh but he's a super nice guy i met him uh when i was at a, the truck race at atlanta um but you know i've done stuff with chris on his um you know platforms and stuff like that um but nobody i feel like too too big yet
0: well i tell you what um i know ryan has raced in uh parker's and landon's eraser series um and I I have done some work with them, so I will uh, see if I can't make a connection there for you guys to at least see if there's something there to 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 work with, whether, you know, behind the scenes, front of the scenes, whatever the case may be, we'll see if we can't oh, put something yeah. together there for you. Um yeah. let's see here. Jennifer, uh, you know, you guys grew up racing fans, you know, or uh does it just work the uh the connection here with uh Atlanta racing?
3: Oh, definitely grew up racing fans. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we always say that raisins in the Barnett blood. And I, I know I am married into it, but I guess it, a little bit of it got to me because uh, my husband's grandparents were diehard NASCAR fans. Um, you know, they uh, went to every race, took their kids in tow. Um, my father in law and his brother both raced at local short tracks. And so it's always been in the family and it's kind of just stayed that way. Um, they always had season tickets to Bristol, you know, growing up back in the NASCAR heyday. So yeah, we love taking our kids there and they're going to go as well this year. So that's
0: awesome. You'll appreciate that's the first, you know, pre, pre podcast, you know, just going as fans, the first race I took my, I don't even know if we were engaged yet. So I'll call her my girlfriend at the time. Now my wife, uh, she fell asleep in the stands, you know, it was like a 90 degree, you know, sitting at the top of turn one, uh, at Michigan and and she just passed out. And, you know, fast forward, you know, probably, you know, three or four years after that, before the podcast got started and, you know, now she, you know, pre COVID when we were doing live shows, uh, in the media center, you know, she's talking with the PR reps as I'm interviewing the drivers and, you know, full circle moment to where, you know, she's a little bit a part of the sport as well. So that's, that's awesome. So I totally get the married into it because she will say the (laughs) only lie I ever told her was that, yeah, I kind of like NASCAR. So, (laughs) um, uh, Cameron, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the your the Twitch side of things, because I imagine with doing, uh, you know, e-racing, i-racing, you know, I, I think those two are synonymous. Um, you know, is it different trying to grow uh, a social media handle uh, on Twitch versus Twitter?
4: Yeah, it's totally different. It's so much harder on Twitch than it is on Twitter Um, and that's kind of something I have found along the way. Uh, I kind of steer clear of Facebook, but other social media sites like Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Twitch is, you know, more of live streaming, but still you, you had that following there and it's a lot harder on Twitch. Um, you know, it. I gained a thousand followers on Twitter in like a month and a half, maybe a month. Um, it took me, you know, a year and a half to hit a thousand on Twitch. So, you know, it's a lot harder. Um, you're, you're trying to get that audience over there and you're competing with a lot of other people. Whereas on Twitter, you know, it's not as hard to compete, you know, it's, you know, everybody you just follow, yeah. um, but you you really have to kind of stand out and make a difference on Twitch for somebody to give you that follow or subscription or donate, whatever it might be. Sure. Um, so I have definitely found that going on Twitch and trying to get those follows is super hard. And, you know, that's kind of where some of those giveaways incentive came from, like, hey, follow me on Twitch and you can enter your giveaway. Um, and I did that for one or two and it, it, I got maybe 20 or 30 followers from it. Um, but Twitter is, seems to be where those giveaways really, really work.
0: They pop, that's for sure. You know, I wish as many Twitter followers I had as as many downloads every week I had. Not quite there <laughs> working on it. Uh, but, I mean, I think it's awesome to, to grow the brands this way to, um, you know, to me, uh, giveaways are, are kind of a pyramid scheme uh, in terms of, you know, the right retweet at the right time can trigger, you know, a bunch of different follows, you know, and that's why I post the show at certain times. I interact at certain times, you know, it's, it's that niche that, you know, you kind of hone in on, um, which, which is great. Uh, and, and I think that's awesome. So, uh, let's see, let's, let's wrap with this. Uh, Cameron, uh, you know, hit your accounts, uh, hit maybe some of the upcoming giveaways. If you want to do a teaser, uh, and then we'll throw it over to Jennifer.
4: Sounds like a plan. So you can follow me on Twitter. It's Atlanta underscore racing. Uh, Instagram is Atlanta dot racing. And then of course on Twitch, it's just Atlanta racing. Um, we have a ton of great giveaways coming up. I just talked to Travis and we're getting another shipment of hats coming on over here. Still got a ton of stuff from Brandon and Lap Traffic Podcast, which I'm so appreciative of y'all sending. I actually had to go to Walmart and buy like a, a three-section big plastic thing to put on my giveaway stuff in because I would walk past my studio room and be like, looks like a volcano over there of hats and <laughs> die cast and cars. Um, but we've got a lot of stuff to give away. I still have, even though it's not NASCAR related, I do have an Amazon Echo to give away. Um, I've got a 124 collector's edition Dell Earnhardt to give away, signed Tony Stewart 124 to give away. Um, man, maybe 25 hero cards, 20 hero cards. So awesome. lots of great stuff. Awesome. Lots of cool. great stuff.
0: Awesome. Uh, Jennifer, where can everybody follow you? Uh, hit the website and and uh, do some plug-in yourself there. Yeah, so um we
3: can. We're on everything pretty much. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we're at The Real Throwback Brand. Um, so make sure you put The Real in there. Um, basically, um, you can go to throwbackbrand.com, visit our website. You have lots of different options in there. So if you see something you like, if you see something that, you know, hey, you know what? I see that hat, the. I'd really like that that patch on a red hat just email us and let us know we can do that. Um, That's the great thing about working with small businesses. We have a seamstress that, you know, we literally just run it over to her house. She whips it out and we can ship it out pretty quickly. So uh, talk about having things in your house. I have an entire room in my house of hats. So (laughs) please buy the hats. We uh, we don't need that many. Uh, That's a shameless plug to get them out of my house. But um, yeah, so definitely understand that.
0: (laughs) That's Great. All right, guys, uh, there you have Atlanta Racing and at the throwback brand. Uh, Stay tuned. Uh, We're not done interacting with either of those accounts by a long shot. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, You know, a little bit of a different interview. Uh, I love it. I think it'll do great on the show. So thank you so much. Guys, stick around for just a second, but uh, have a great Memorial weekend, and we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks. You too. Okay. I've been told by some people that I have a radio voice, which I – I I take as a great compliment, but I vehemently disagree with uh, my man. Cam, I mean, he's got the the voice, man. Like, I think I need to have him. Record a uh, like, a uh, you know, when you're listening to a baseball game or whatever, and they go, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification or same thing. Like, uh, let's pause uh, while you're listening to the Motor Racing Network. Uh, Cam needs to film or film record. You're listening to the Lab Traffic Podcast on your favorite hosting site. I digress. Uh, <laughs> but there you have it. Uh, great content, great giveaways. I'm going to continue to flood uh, at Atlanta Racing with with stuff to give away uh, because the the handle's growing, and if the handle's growing, that means the downloads are growing, uh, and it's fun to give stuff away, and it's fun to grow, and, uh, you know, there's, there's that. And go check out Throwback Brand. I definitely need to get a lap traffic patched hat. Um, I think it would just be incredible. I have talked to them. Uh, already, and uh, we'll see what pops up down the road from lap traffic, throwback brand, Atlanta racing, all that good stuff. So, uh, definitely, definitely stay tuned. So, all right, let's keep things rolling. Uh, let's get to a little lap traffic social media. Everybody, make sure you check out the website, dot trafficpodcast.com. Make sure you're following on Facebook, uh, the lap traffic podcast. T- <laughs> twitter at lap traffic pc i wasn't sure if i was gonna say tiktok yeah, twitch right. and twitter and just drop those off because i clearly don't do anything on those accounts but they're there uh but make sure you're following on the twitter at Lat Trafic PC. If you've made it this far into the show, leave a review, tell your friends, all that good stuff. Again, huge props to at Atlanta Racing and the throwback brand for helping us pick up so many followers over the last couple of weeks. Giveaways have all been mailed out. Everyone's gotten them, which is great. And we've got some new follower shout-outs. Rebecca at Rebecca underscore lay97. Chase Elliott fan, Noah Gregson fan from South Carolina. Jerry Stewart at Iowa underscore stu Packers Hawkeyes and a WWE fan. I'm telling you, if I could do, if I could have like the ultimate um, variety podcast, it would be NASCAR, wrestling, and smoking meat. And I think I could tie all three of those together in a perfect little bow. Uh, Shane Rowe at Shane Rowe fifty three from Ohio, Elliot fan, diecast collector. I can get behind a good diecast collector because y'all know I have. Quite the collection myself. Uh, And Jerry uh, Bunkowski at Jerry Bunkowski editor at auto racing diecast uh does stuff for nascar auto week all that good stuff thanks for the follow um if you guys want stickers koozies all you got to do fill out the contact page on the website thelabtrafficpodcast.com and i will send out a koozie and stickers for free mailed some of those last week as well so uh all right uh let's let's keep keeping on and uh let's get mr newdorf on talk some weather and talk some indy Five Hundred. All right, a lot, Traffic Nation, joining me back on the line. It's been a minute. You can follow him on Twitter at NASCAR underscore WXMAN, along with him, instead of race weather. Welcome back to the show. Brian Udorf, sir, good evening. How are you?
5: I really thought I just got fired. I mean, you would not be the first person to just, uh, you know, ghost me and me still work and thinking that I was part of something. And, and, and also a NASCAR, so that is a story for another time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, you know it's it's it seems to be your week is the week I take a week off and then you get pushed a week. So, but uh, yeah, yeah,
5: you know you, know, you go oh sh- oh crap, Brian's on this week. We need I need I need an I, extra week I need to prepare an extra
0: week to mentally get myself there for it. Right? <laughs> oh, I feel the love. I feel the love. Right? Of course, man. So, how was the Memorial weekend? Well, I got
5: to go to the five hundred. So I got to see uh, you yes. know five hundred of and you know I get a lot of crap. I'm I'm not up monaco i've never watched the f1 or i've been to an f i've been to, i've been to an f1 race i went to the inaugural you know u.s grand prix at indy okay and i get it and maybe i would like it now more but i don't know how to start like it's one of those things it's like i've got enough interest it's like do i really need to add any more right so for all of those and like people somebody was just literally was like um asking me what well, did you predict this rain and i'm like no, because I don't do a. i have never done a forecast for Monaco. You can go see Aaron for that one. Okay, <laughs> yeah, he got you covered. Uh, yeah, he's got you good. I um and nothing against. And and again, don't at me for. I'm not hating on F1. I'm just saying it's not my thing. So yep,
0: yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. So how was it? Do you have a good like? Uh, you know. What time did you have to get there? And okay, how so yeah, our like days clear out and all that kind of stuff.
5: You know, our day start. I mean, I've been many, many times if I'd gone every year. I, I've been going since I was twelve. Yeah, but yeah. with huge gaps in between. So I'm not a consistent. This is one of my first times back in a very long time. Okay. Um, so and we had never made it. You know, never done this journey. It was very different than past ones. Usually, I go with my parents okay. um, when they were living in uh, Indiana. We would go. And you, you know, my stepdad had a way to get like, you know, a police escort in. They would park at the uh, Turn Two Hotel. Uh, so I mean, we were covered. I mean, it was you're talking about, you know, go doing this in style. Of course. So you know, this you know, this year it was like, oh, hey, we got to figure out where to park. And uh, so no, but we left. Uh, we left Louisville around six o'clock in the morning. Got up to just to the south side of Indy around. Uh, a little before eight, uh, about eight o'clock, maybe straight up started heading to the track, and I think it was about nine nine thirty that we were, you know, in our seats. So, I mean, traffic was slow, but uh, overall it was in. And then we just kind of chilled a little bit. Uh, I didn't drive in, uh, so I had some uh, friends of mine. They had a van, and so they drove us in. And so we just kind of chilled. Let the, let the herd kind of just, you know. Plus, if you're from the area, you kind of know you don't take the main, you don't take the main highways and stuff like that. So you take some more of the back ways and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was uh, it was a good day. It was, you know, the best part that was shade the for us basically the entire time. So no uh, sunburn.
0: Awesome. Good deal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And- Did you get back to watch any of the 600 or no?
5: No. When we got back, we were already tired. I mean, we didn't get back until probably. Sun
0: exhaustion. Seven.
5: o'clock. Yeah. Seven. We didn't get probably back to our area until seven o'clock at night. Okay. And then we had dinner. And because it was really the only evening that we had everyone together uh, or nobody has to work the next day, we decided to go see Top Gun Maverick. Awesome. So we had a 10, 10 showing. Okay. Um, and again, it was a situation of just who we had available to, to, with the, with the boys at home. And so not to spend more money to go multiple times. Sorry, NASCAR fans. I did watch it, uh, rewatch the last, uh, hundred laps, which seemed to be about where a lot of the activity there was. There
0: was a lot going on there.
5: Yes. You know, I know yes. I don't win any awards for, uh, you know, endurance, but I already had put in 500 miles. So I figured the last 100 laps, I still got 600. So, um,
0: Probably not, but still <laughs> close. Uh, so Top Gun, good.
5: Yeah. How you know? How do you like the first one?
0: So uh, I'm going to be completely honest and say that I am one of maybe like five or six people in the country, <laughs> the world, that haven't seen it. Um, we have a monthly meeting, you know, and, and uh, <laughs> we have our own little welcome card and membership card, like, you know. So yeah, I've ne- I've never seen Top Gun. So. and and knowing you, that really
4: surprised me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, like there's certain movies I've never seen any of the Star Wars or Star Treks. Um, you know, that, that, listen, I used to joke about to people about that
5: one, but I get it. Star Wars, Star Trek. If you're not into that culture, that's that's fine. I get that. I mean, not everybody's I, into that. That's and that's that. I'm okay with that. But it's like you yeah, and Top Gun and I, military yeah. and.
0: I've never seen any of the uh like the, the, the Marvels, like you know, any of the again, comic movies. Nothing Again
5: again, that's a different culture and yeah. I get that with you. Yeah. I, I know but I mean that's but it's like saying you've not seen, you know, I don't know, I know you've probably seen most sports movies out there. I mean you know, Field of Dreams, right? You've seen uh, Field of I, Dreams. Field
0: of Dreams, blue chips. I'll be—I'm just not a movie guy. Like my okay, wife that's cool. can get me to the movies, maybe once a year, maybe twice if it's one I have an interest in. All uh, right. Talladega Nights. I'm hoping you saw. Of course, Talladega Nights. Yes. Days I'm okay. Of Thunder, you don't have to. Uh, get, um, by the
5: By the way, just so you know. Yes. Um, do you have Netflix?
0: I do have Netflix. Yeah, you know what's on Netflix. I'm gonna guess Top Gun. Yeah, should probably check it out. Yeah, you know, I mean, you talk about going to a movie theater. I'm just
5: like, it hasn't right. been in a the theater since like 1986. I'm well, just, you know,
0: true. I was, yeah, I was as as a young and you've uh, had. I- I've had ample opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you what, I will make it my, because odds are uh, we'll get pushed to three weeks before you're back Odds, So I've got plenty of. Yeah. I mean, I'm expecting, to, I'm to expecting mail it. I will give you a full report. Okay. The original top gone by the, the next time you're on. The show. I, I
5: honestly think my next, my, I think the next time I'm on is what Homestead or no, yeah, Phoenix. Right. <laughs> I think the last Phoenix, the last race of the season. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, all right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll have a report, uh, this weekend. Good. By the way, just for those who want to know, and I'm probably going to get a lot
5: of flack. So, so you're not the only horrible person on this uh, podcast today (laughs) when it comes to Top Gun. I liked it. I liked it. I I, I liked it. You know, a lot of people were saying it's better than the original. I definitely think it's, it's not worse than the original. Okay. Um, it's, it's just as good. I like both of them. I I don't want to give into anything because it will be spoilers for you. Um, it's not really. There's not. It's not like a movie that has serious spoilers. Sure. Um, I liked it, but I wasn't like everybody on social media who was just wow and blown away. I liked it, but I also have some issues with it. So um, okay. it's not the best movie. I've, it's not the best movie I've seen recently. So that's how. But I liked it and I enjoyed it, and I came back and rewatched the original one, and I still now just absolutely stand by, by. Uh, the first thing I stand uh, said. So
0: there is one movie that I would say. Uh no, there's two movies that I would say are the either the second or third were better than the first, and the first is Bad Boys Two was way better than Bad Boys One, and okay. Oceans Thirteen was the far superior Oceans movie in my opinion. But all right, those are those are there's my side rant there. Um,
5: um I know we have good things, but I don't want to yes. glance over the NAS- Indy Five Hundred because yeah. I was there yes. so. Sorry, I don't mean to no, dissuade from the weather cuz no. I know you're a, you're on a you're on a tight schedule.
0: I, I am on a schedule. Yes. Yes. It, he's right. got, got just minutes.
5: for everybody to know, he's got way more important people to talk to than me.
0: <laughs> I mean,
5: he even he, he even called me up, he even sent me a text and said, "Are you sure you want to do weather?" And I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I have got room for this. <laughs> He was betting between Aaron and I, like who can do this in the less amount of time. Right, right. So it was just uh, he was just he was like I, I have an app that tells me the forecast. Do I yeah, really I can, need I you? Just,
0: right. <laughs> oh, all right. So yeah. So
5: Indy, um, you know it's a, it's it's definitely one of those situations where first of all, I I for anybody who wants to, I mean, first of all, I, I get it. There's the there's the the Johnson haters. Okay, they the, they were haters of Johnson in NASCAR, sure. and now he's in IndyCar they don't like him. Yeah. Uh, and it's typically the same people. Yeah. Here's my take. I was there at the race and I ha- we had a little pool uh, you know amongst family, none of my drivers or none of my wife's drivers. She got first out. That was about it. And my son had every single of his drivers DNF. So, and he didn't have John Jimmy, but so I had I forgot. Uh Paolo, yeah, Paolo, Paolo who drove yeah. the number 10, was one up there through the first, you know, quarter of the race was up there with Scott Dixon back and forth teammates had a fast car. Has a problem on pit road. Had it? Or got caught. Not, actually, more or less, he was in. A, it was in the wrong place at the wrong time when a caution came out out sure. on pit road that went closed. So now he's way back there. He's back there with Jimmy. And during that entire time, you know, people are like, "Well, he's not. Jimmy wasn't doing anything." Well, Paolo wasn't doing anything. He, you obviously was seeing that if you were way back in the pack, say. 15 or so or in the bottom 10 or you know beyond 10 you, you couldn't pass you couldn't do anything so i don't necessarily think that's necessarily a testament of what jimmy and the equipment i think it was just a testament of the cars and the in the environment when you weren't in the like lead packs yep so if anybody who wanted to um i thought he did pretty well uh overall i mean except for that last you know he got on and that happened to a lot i mean he got off on the track and that's going to happen in those cars and, um, he lost it. So, um, that's my other take. Um, you know, so very surprising about Scott Dixon. Um, you know, he was the car to beat. I mean, all day long, he was the car and then to just mess it up. I mean, you can't have those mistakes, uh, at the Indianapolis 500. And, uh, so, and then at the, you know, I was glad that that first wreck that Jimmy didn't cause the race to under caution, but then ultimately the race ended under caution. Right, yeah.
0: uh, but, but still um, pretty cool. I mean, they it, got to race back to it almost before that came out. So, yes, you know, they, mm-hmm. they, the fans got the crazy wild restart. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I forget who was running second to, to Erickson, but uh, uh, I don't think he was catching him anyways, if that had stayed green. So they, they got, they
5: Oh, I know. Green. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and the fact that TK was there in third, uh, too bad he couldn't get it. But no, overall, I thought it was good. It's not as as good as some of the other ones that we've seen, but still. Uh, really cool and then i did like i told people and I, I did watch the last part actually just watched the last part of the uh, coke 600 uh very interesting with the, the different wrecks and of course what we had at the end it seems like you know what you expect at the end of a nascar race i mean we've seen a lot of coke 600s where somebody just runs away with it and yep. it's just dominant from start to finish or you know comes on and just dominates and then just ends up winning so it was kind of nice to see that uh, com- competitive aspect
0: absolutely no i mean this was i mean to see people excited and, and engaging on social media about, Hey, what a great race and, and all of this. Like, it was nice to see, like I, I wasn't expecting it. Um, you know, so yeah, I think it was great weekend of racing overall. So. Yeah.
5: I mean, I heard, I heard, I heard Monaco was a snooze fest. That was pretty much the only thing I could get, get, get out of uh, social media from that one. Again, I that don't was, pay much attention, yeah, but
0: that was the one predictable one, apparently. So, okay. So, I mean and we knew Indy was going to be good there's no doubt about that mm-hmm. I, you know and then the we just got the cherry on the top with the 600 so yeah
5: the atmosphere again is just if you've never if you've never been it's i know even if you're a staunch NASCAR fan you should I, I don't i've been a couple of NASCAR races and, and maybe the Coke 600 and maybe Daytona is about as close as you're going to get but there's just something about Indy. There's just something about that atmosphere and the pre-race. Now I'm a bit biased. I've been, I'm a Purdue guy. And then this, I mean, we talk about sports and we talk about our schools, but Purdue is the official host band of the Indianapolis 500. I've gotten to play a couple times back home again with Jim.
2: Awesome. You
5: know? So, I mean, I've gotten to be a part of that pomp and circumstances. I have a much deeper history. So for me, that's my racing roots. Okay. That's where my interest of racing, um, you know really begins and so um so for me indy it will and always have a special place in my heart that's i'm not a nascar fan if it's not for in, for indy and the indianapolis 500 um in the month of may
0: absolutely i love it uh all right looking ahead this weekend uh we are going to st louis slash madison slash portland
5: I had to make sure it was Portland, Oregon, not Portland, Maine. But other than that, yes. Um, Because I was like, Portland, that's new.
0: Yeah, yes. Going out to the Pacific? Um, Good thing they're road courses, right? Uh, The one is. Oh, the one is. Which is Gateway? uh, No. uh, Portland? Portland's the road course. Oh, I first realized that Gateway was. Yeah. Oh, they're not at Gateway. They're at uh, World Wide Racing Technology. Okay. Yep.
5: Okay. Outside of St. Louis? Yes.
2: Yep.
5: All right. Well, um, I don't think the odds are real high for rain, but uh, there's a chance of rain for Saturday and Sunday going into the uh, cup. It may come in early. Again, a lot of this comes down uh, to timing. So I wouldn't uh, cancel necessarily uh, your plans at this point, but uh, that, that threatening aspect is there. It may really come down. Uh, to timing i'm hoping it's later and i'm hoping this one model i'm literally looking at right now is absolutely wrong um or yeah so um that chance is there uh for the weekend uh so that is the first concerning aspect over towards my bad i thought for some reason gateway i was looking real quick at all the stuff um but i got the city location uh right so friday looks good saturday's mostly good but it's saturday saturday night and a sunday but again it's not uh cancel your plans bad at this point but we are still fairly early and then as far as good thing portland is i mean it is the pacific northwest they are known for being wet there and rainy yeah so yes uh showers likely on saturday especially towards the afternoon on a cool day and you know uh, yeah when when you use the word likely that means the odds the precipitation is uh fairly fairly good
0: fairly good all right well we'll uh we'll see what happens maybe we'll see some uh rain slicks out there and and we'll go from there so yeah uh, as far as yeah and
5: and for again as far as the areas out towards temperatures will be uh sunday temperatures eighty four maybe about like five hundred again it's a it's just a matter of um when does rain come in so that's going to be those the big issues. Rain location, definitely Portland is right now leaning as the wettest situa- wettest location. And again, as a road course, that's not horrible. But then again, we have to turn our attention to, um, you know, the races on, uh, there. And so Friday is good and Saturday is good as, as of now. But uh, the precipitation chances are there for uh, Sunday.
0: All right. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, listen, great to catch up with you. Can't wait to give you my feedback on Top Gun. And uh, we'll catch you in a couple weeks.
5: Sounds good, and I hope it will be in two weeks. And yeah, well, but it's um, a good unless, possibility,
0: yes, good possibility,
5: unless yes. it's like okay, you 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 have you, you have Aaron on. You take two weeks. Ryan have plans. Aaron on. No, just teasing. Yeah. Just teasing.
0: <laughs> All right. Let traffic nation uh, make sure you follow Brian on Twitter at NASCAR underscore WXMAN, and we'll catch you soon, brother. Sounds like a good plan, right. man. See ya. All right. Great to catch up with Newdorf. I will watch Top Gun, and. Uh, because have to see what happens all right you guys know what uh, the barking dogs means it's time for this week's lucky dog lap down picks you guys know the drill after the race tweet your picks and i will read them on the show tag you guys on social media this week my lucky dog the fans for a great weekend of racing the lap down are the detroit tigers because they're just abysmal Uh, All right, let's get to your picks. Scott at 1985 Wagner, Lucky Dog, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Ty. If you watch the race, no explanation. Lap down, race with Priest. Karma bit you in the ass after you comment Friday night. Next two races, you spin on your own. Sorry, I don't want to race like you. Damn, Scott dropping the hammer with that one. I love it. Uh, Braxton at Braxton Chris a lucky dog has to be Hamlin he literally was lucky to win the race lap down to all the strong cars that got wiped out hundred percent chris at usmc underscore nascar fire uh lucky dog incredible day of racing started at 600 ish wrapped up at 2100 ish what a day lap down the friends that are no longer with us uh semper fi to all regardless of branch i love it chris that was wonderful uh colin at colin underscore with underscore cars lucky dog to hamlin We look to be a lock for Larson chain so quickly and he was in the right spot. Uh, Lap down to the big one that took out Bubba Blaney and a few other of my drivers. Uh, A lot of lap traffic uh, players, fantasy players impacted by the outcome of that one for sure. Uh, Dale dust at real David Kahn, lucky dog Tyler Riddick ended up pulling out a sixth place finish lap down. The other RCR car, Austin Dillon made a move almost won, but well, Hey, you he, he kind of stole one a few years ago didn't he uh if memory serves correctly so hey you gotta go for it Fritz at Fritz 9824 lucky dog Dennis for his Mickey Mouse win lap down all the drivers who spun out uh for to Busher for his crazy ride that was nuts what a flip what a flip uh Jason at J Stone 29 lucky dog was definitely the 11 18 and four for getting through that last wreck lap down was a 17 car for landing on its top uh yeah man thankfully got out all right matt at camper news net lucky dog to the finishes of both the indy 500 and coke 600 as they were both a very exciting finishes plus the coke 600 was one of the wildest races in a long time no disagreement there a lap down for all the tire issues uh, Mitch at just Mitch and lucky dog. I'd say race fans had an awesome racing all day and all night long A lap down 2311 racing. Another week of having fast cars, but not being able to finish races is killing them. And the rowdy dragon lucky dog. Denny Hamlin puts himself in the right position to capitalize. The list grew too long as the race went on. I gave up on the drivers that I'm giving the lap down to the yellow flag waiver. He's going to be sore. I love it. Beautiful. All right. That's the lucky dog lap down pick. All right, a lap traffic nation. Let's close this thing out with a little lap traffic fantasy. Uh, you guys know the drill. Get your picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursday. Check the website. See where you're at in the standings. Keep the Twitter interaction up using hashtag Fantasy. Uh, we've got a lot more cup racing to go. Segment two is just underway. There's a lot of ties. It's close. I love it. We'll get to that in just a second right now. Uh, Joining me on the line for this week's fantasy segment longtime follower of the show Big-time supporter of the show Uh, He is out there bringing you NASCAR content As well as awareness to uh, MSA Welcome back at Storm and B81 Brian Laffle Brian, what's up, man? How are you?
2: Not too much, pretty good How are you
0: doing? Hey, man, you know, another day in paradise Podcast night, I love it Um, What'd you think of race weekend? You know, did you take in uh, Monaco, Indy And all that good stuff, too?
2: I, I I miss Monaco. I think a good. Um, but yeah yeah the the, the the wife made me go to church and you know happy wife happy life.
0: Absolutely. So, absolutely.
2: So but was home in time for Indy. Enjoyed. I thought that that was a great race. Um it's delivered like the last 5 7 years no doubt about it. And then Charlotte, you know, I thought there was going to be a little bit more cautions. I didn't expect the chaos that ensued—I don't even think you could describe it any more than chaos.
0: Yeah, no, it, it was. I mean, and that's not something that we—that we typically see there, right? Like, I mean, we're used to—we're used to Martin Truex Jr. going out there and just, you know, leading, you know, 385 laps of, of 400, you know. But uh, yeah, 18 caution laps or uh, laps, 18 caution flags, 90 laps—a quarter of the race almost under caution. That's that's crazy for a 600-mile race.
2: Oh oh yeah, and then, then they had to throw in, you know, Talladega and there were Chris Buescher. Right? Man.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. The replay on that was sick.
2: Oh yeah. So
0: uh, well, man. Hey, I mean, you, 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 finally scored some points in LT fantasy. Nice job.
2: <laughs> you know, you're about time, you know, I, you know, if I put my picks out there, don't pick who I've been picking They, they usually find the way to the bat. Well, the last time you
0: were on, cause when I sent you a text, uh, it was last August. So, uh, it's, it's been about a year of bad luck for you.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. You know, you you know, like the old saying goes, if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck. You,
0: right. Um, you know, you and I both, we, 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 struggle in the league, uh, but we had some pretty decent picks this week. I had, uh, I went with Truex, uh, Allgaier did pretty good for me and I had Smith in the truck series for 126. You had Kyle Busch, Allgayer, and Smith as well for 131. So, uh, we were, we were right there with each other.
2: The, the comeback is coming. The, Cue the comeback. There you go. Don't call it a comeback. Don't yeah, call you it know. a comeback. Knock on wood. Right? <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, let's hit the uh, top ten here. Segment two, uh, currently in first place, is Joe Roche with 231. Uh, Pete Kervin is in second with 211. Josh Rolfi in third with 201, Kenny Hunt in fourth with 200, uh, Mark Luddington in fifth with 198, Uh, good old B. Wayne, Brett Morris, and Joe Nolf are tied in sixth with 197, Uh, yours truly, The Professor, and Matt Dabrowski are tied in seventh with 196, Uh, my uncle is in 8th with 195. Uh, Eric Zalen in ninth with 187. Three-way tie for 10th with 186 with Kim James, Michael Vickers, and Robert Riggs. Uh, There is our top 10, segment two. Our bonus points, Kristen Hogland still kicking ass. Our segment one winner with 12 bonus points. Jason Dickus with eight. Uh, We got Eric McCollum, Clem James, Mark Luddington, Scott Boyce, Scott (laughs) Wagner, Tony LeBay, all with six. And then on down from there, and then, Brian, our cumulative standings where neither one of us are anywhere near the, the top 16. Uh, Kristen is in first. We've got Justin Hughes in second. Uh, Jason Dickus, Tony Salt, Henry Fletcher, Michael Mason, Alan Cavana, Ray Carballo, John Warrington, Kim James, Kevin Hahn, uh, Aaron Studwell, who will be on next week. Uh, Matt Crowd, Steven Suzuki, Joe Nolf, John Edwinsel, and Michael Elliott. Uh, in the top 16 there. So there's the recap. It's on the website. Sir, what do you say? You ready to make some picks? Oh, I'm ready. All right, lap traffic fantasy players. We are headed to Madison, but they're calling it St. Louis, where the Cup Series will make its debut at the one-and-a-quarter-mile track known as Worldwide Technology Raceway. Uh, Last few years, the trucks have been the only series of the top three to run there. The Xfinity series has not run there since 2010. And speaking of Xfinity, they'll be making their series debut in Portland at the Portland International Raceway. Uh the Truck Series is the only series not debuting in a new track, so there's not much for trends, which means this could be a wild card weekend for all of us. Uh no 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 notebooks for the drivers or for us fantasy players. Who's gonna pick up some ground, who will pick up some debut wins, we'll find out this weekend. But first, it's time for our picks. Brian, start with you. Truck series. What do you got?
2: You know, I was thinking about now. I'm a big Zane Smith fan, but with it being a flat track, where I think it's only like, I know it's 11 degrees in one corner, nine degrees in the, you know, the other two. Yeah. You know, flat track. You know, I'm thinking, you know, road course style. You know, it's not a road course, but road course are, you know, very flat. So I went with uh, John Hunter Nemechek this week.
0: I like it. I, you know, I've been riding the John Hunter train. Uh, for a long time. Uh, I switched it up last week. I'm going to switch it up again this week, uh, and I am going to go with the 99 of Ben Rhodes this week to see uh, what kind of damage he can do for me. Uh, all right, Brian, Xfinity Series debut, Portland, road course. Who do you got?
2: Yeah, yeah another tough one. You know, they, didn't, they never done, you know, the road course here at Portland. Um, but Junior Motorsports has been hot. They, you know, there's no secret about that. But I went with Sam Mayer to get the win. Uh, You know, I know uh, Noah's look good. uh, Allgaier looked good. But, uh, yeah, I went went with Sam Mayer this week. I love it.
0: Uh, I was going to go Allgaier, uh, you know, just because you want a veteran out there, someone that's going to have someone that has the ability to display patience at at a new track. But I used Allgaier once already. I don't want to burn another one of his. Uh, So I am going to go with uh, the ringer. AJ Allmendinger for, uh, the road course race win this weekend in the Xfinity series. Uh, all right, let's close it out. Cup race Sunday. Who do you got, Brian?
2: You know, this is, a another hard one. You know, they, they, have never been here. Like I said, it's, uh, um, it's, it's a flat track, you know, almost like a road course, but I went the Toyotas have been hot lately. You know, they're, they're finally coming, which we knew it was. Yep. They would, sooner or later, they would have done it. Um, but I'm going with Christopher Bell this week. Christopher Bell. I like so him. it's not, you know, I, I know there's a true way, but, like, you know, you can only use them twice. But I figured, you, you know what, I'm going to go with Bell this week. Yep. You know, he, he, he's he's good on the road course. It's not that this is a road course, but it's a flat track. I'm I, I think he'll he'll do pretty good this weekend.
0: I am going to run the momentum train, even though they didn't have a solid week this past weekend. Uh, I think they still got enough going. I'm going to go with Ross Chastain this week uh, and see what he can do uh, at the debut. Track House has been unstoppable. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they've got a good showing uh, on Sunday. So we'll see who gets it done. All righty, sir. Thanks so much for calling in. Appreciate you
2: no problem hey
0: you have a good one thanks man you too we'll talk to you soon alright Lab Traffic Nation that is going to do it for episode 280 of the Lap Traffic Podcast make sure you check out the website thelaptrafficpodcast.com, twitter at labtrafficvc huge thank you to NASCARCASM Cam with Atlanta Racing Jennifer with the throwback brand Brian Newdorf and Brian LaFell for calling into the show we'll see what we can get cooking for next week don't get caught chasing the lucky dog make sure you tune in each and every week to the Lab Traffic Podcast. See ya!